Welcome to the Parent Stuff Podcast. I'm Jonah. I'm the high school pastor. I'm Blake. I'm the middle school pastor. So you might be saying, where's Evan right now? But we have news for you. We're back and we're taking over once a month. Ayo, Simple Church students, take over. We're back. So we wanted to focus a little bit on student ministry about once a month, usually on the first Wednesday, but we're trying to pop in this time for a special Halloween episode on fear and also on our glow party coming up. And I'm sorry, my friend, Big Red, but today it is a Triple Blake takeover. That's right. We are talking to special guests, Tricky and LB Lavasser. Man, they are just so awesome. So if you don't know, Tricky used to be a Hollywood set designer and just, I... Somewhat of a local legend in our church, I think. Yes. And we are both, me and Blake were just talking, we are just so jealous of LB. And it must be the LB curse because honestly... He is almost already as cool, if not cooler, than his dad. I'm going yes. to say it. Not only is he able to go with his dad and work on tons of awesome projects that you are going to hear about in a sec, but also LB is an eighth grader who is a DJ. Not just like, oh, I play with music, but like he literally just DJed Airlines Homecoming. An eighth grader, a middle schooler, DJed the 2021 class of airlines. And I think he has other ones as well. I think they just did Northwood. I think he is doing Houghton as well. And like, seriously, like all this stuff going on. And he's in eighth grade. It's absolutely crazy. But we talked to them about fear and all things Halloween themed. If you're in for a fun podcast, you are in the right place. Today is going to be a lot of fun. Check it out. All right, guys. So we've already given you all a little bit of an intro, but we wanted to hear a little bit from you. Like, who are you? What do you do? Everything like that. All right. I am Blake Tricky Lavasser, a.k.a. Tricky. Everybody knows uh, me by. This is my son. L.B. Lavasser. Right. Now, I got to ask, because this is the first time I can think we can say on the podcast, we got triple Blake action up in the building. Exactly. You got a Blake, Blake, Blake. And oh, Jonah. Yeah. So I don't think I've ever asked you, actually, what does LB stand for? Is that Little Blake? It's Landon Blake. Landon oh, Blake. Yeah. It's in my mind. Everybody, you're not the only one. Everybody's, oh, is it Little Blake? It was Little Blake. And he was on the baseball field one day. And, it, and Landon, not to sound bad, is one of those names kind of like, Justin or John. How many of Justin's and John's do we know? <laughs> yeah. Know? I, yeah, plug. Had to pick on that. A couple. But anyway, that being said, or Chris's. Uh, I'm a Chris. Yeah. So it's just everybody, there's so many names like that. Well, Landing, when he was born, became a popular name like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there's another kid named Landon. There's another kid. Well, he was <laughs> on the ball field one day, and LB just came out. He was little, and I was like, and everybody kind of looked, that's cool, dude. LB so, is yeah, cool. Uh, so it stuck ever since then. It's funny that you called him Blake because there's so many Landons. And now yeah. I'm Chris because I'm Blake because there's so many Chris's. And right. here we are, Blake, 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 Blake. Blake. Yeah, rare. And Jonah. Right. Yeah. All right, Jonah. <laughs> actually, but that's actually how I got the nickname Tricky because I showed up at a, my fraternity in college. There was already a, my cousin there with my last name. And there was already a guy named Blake there. And they're like, how do you remember? You know, you always got a nickname or something. And that's where the tricky name came from was a frat uh, in college. Really? There we go. I didn't know that. All right. The origins of Blake. Continue real quick about yourself. So, LB, what grade are you in? What school do you go to? I'm in eighth grade, and I go to Donnie Bickham Middle School. Wow. Sick. It is so funny. Just to to this day, I constantly think you're in high school. And just every (laughs) single time you show me, you're not. But anyway. It, there's always next year. Yeah. yeah. You'll get him soon. You'll get him soon. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm hoping for it. On the threshold. I got to enjoy him a little bit longer. Uh-huh. So we're talking today about Halloween, keeping that theme of fear and just for the fun that we're doing on our glow party later on. But what is your favorite thing about Halloween? I think LB can answer this one. 
One of my favorite things is my birthday's on Halloween. Are you serious? Yes, sir. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's easy to remember. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And candy. I love candy. candy. Gotta love candy. I know what should get you for your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell mom. Yeah. <laughs> We're paying too much for braces. Don't tell oh, mom. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Sugar free. Yeah. 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 Sugar free. Quotation. <laughs> what is some braces free candy? I know we got other people out there with yeah. braces. Uh, I guess M&M's. Is that it? I don't know. Everything Man. he wants is the stuff that you can't have. M&M is like D-tier candy for me. Exactly. I don't even remember. I, I just remember I didn't follow any rules with braces. I was, I was terrible at it. I was to think about Halloween candy. I'm like, well, Whoppers you could probably do. But yep. you want me to tell you something freaky? Was that? 13, and he does not chew. He's never chewed gum. And he does. We just didn't allow it young. And then the other day, he was going somewhere. Sound bad. I got to pick on him. I was like, dude, your breath. You know, here, here's a piece of gum. And I'm. he's talking like he had... Dad, dad, what they're doing? The tip, the thing, and I was like, "What are you, dude?" And he goes, "I don't know how to chew gum." I didn't think he's never chewed gum before. You've never had a piece of gum? Not really. When I was young, they just didn't let me because they didn't want me to swallow it, and I've got braces things. I'm gonna be honest. For the past 15 years, I think I've only swallowed gum that I've had. Yeah, my dad taught me that. Yeah, I think the whole seven years thing is just a yeah. I think it's a myth. Yeah. If not, we're all gonna die. Yeah. All right. Anyways. So, Halloween is coming up. We're talking about fear. And I wanted to see, I know we've been talking a little bit before we started shooting, but what do you guys do to celebrate Halloween every year? Um, celebrating, and I think it's uh, all about his birthday, you know, on that. Yeah. Uh, you know, and we decorate. The, used to, we just moved, but we the neighborhood we were in was out in the country. The houses were real close. Right. And we had tons of trick-or-treaters. So, we used to decorate the yard huge. Uh, from old movie sets and props that I did to bring home. And, you know, it was just kind of the must, you know, the must place to stop our, I, what, how do you say that? Yeah, just the go-to place. Yeah, yeah. Stop All right, wait, yeah. wait a sec. Let's go back for context. So used to props and decorations. What are you talking about there? So back in the day, I know you guys, but, and when we used to decorate a lot at Simple Church, but before all that, and that's what kind of got me led here, uh, I was on the road. I traveled as a movie prop maker. I did a lot of sculpting, and then we did special effects where we blew up sets and cars and flipped them and did all that. You know, I built everything for the Coolest stunt guys. Coolest job ever, basically. Yes, it was. I loved every minute. It's like the worst day on the movie set there was like an average day in the you know regular world. Yeah. But we built a lot of the sets out of styrofoam, so it looks concrete. We spray concrete on it, and... You know, me being the Sanford and Son guy I am, I don't throw nothing away. But we were filming here local, and it was like on some of these reshoots and stuff. And it's like, hey, the dumpster's going to cost this much, or I'll just take it home. Yeah. And my son's born on Halloween, so like the Indiana Jones set. You know, we had the big columns and all that stuff and the candles and all that for the Christmas skull. You know, we that I'll bring so home, decorate in front sick. yard. The big styrofoam, these trees, my neighbors used to crack up because – Here's a 24 foot by, you know, four foot round uh, tree that I have over my shoulder walking through the yard, you know, <laughs> to go put it up in the poof, to put it right here in the yard to look like a big tree for Halloween, throw stuff around it, you know, and it's just styrofoam. They're like, how, how is he carrying that? Uh, Chicky been lifting, man. <laughs> I know. So I know y'all used recently moved, but I actually got the chance to go out to y'all's new property a yeah. few weeks ago. But one of the coolest things was just kind of looking around at some of the stuff y'all have. Uh -huh. LB, what do you think is one of the coolest things that y'all have, like as a prop that you have at your house? I would say it's some of the rocks that look like really real and like, some of like the columns from the movies, they're really cool. Yeah. 
Who has that the, in their house? No, yeah, I forgot about the rocks. Yeah, these big boulders. Yeah, they're yeah. big boulder rocks that I've rented out there from the movie Twilight that I've rented. We did a knockoff version of Twilight where they make fun of the movies, the parodies yeah. and stuff. And then we built them for that. And then I rented them back to the original Breaking Dawn series and rented them back to the real uh, Twilight That's so and made weird. money back off of them. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we saw you do the parody work for yeah, uh, that one. So, like, that is so cool. So I was the lead sculptor for both of them. <laughs> with kinda, one job, yeah. With, yeah, same thing. So. That's so weird, man. Yep. So with Halloween being about kind of like that talk of fear, so what would be y'all's greatest fears? Mm. Let's go around for that one. Yeah. Firstly, do you like Halloween? Do you like scary movies? All the stuff that oh, comes. I yeah. love Halloween. Costumes. Yeah. Oh, my favorite. Halloween. Good. Okay. Because we were talking earlier, me and Jonah, and mm-hmm. I grew up. I love horror movies. I've never met a horror mm-hmm. movie I don't like. Some of them are obviously a little dumb and cheesy mm-hmm. or whatever, but I love every minute of it. My dad. Uh, we were watching Alien when I was a kid, and he went to make popcorn. He, you know, military guy. He got a call in the middle of making popcorn. He forgot I was in there, and so he just turned off the lights and left me in there. Oh. Oh. And I watched the rest of the movie just paralyzed in fear. And I was like, Dad, where'd you go? And then I, it was that scene where they're all, like, stuck to the walls. And, like, oh. the dude is just like, please shoot me with the flamethrower. And I'm freaking out as a kid. But I'm like, I'm not about to leave this couch. Because if I do, it's going to get me in the hallway. Right. But ever since then, I think for some reason something flipped. And I was like, okay, but I really kind of like. It broke. It. Yeah, it got it, you over that fear factor. Yeah, right. it scarred me so bad, Dad, that uh, right. now I love it. Man, yeah. I cannot stand horror movies at all. Like, if there's anything, like, scary or anything like that, it wipes me out. Like, last night, my wife called me this morning, and she said, do you remember what you did last night? And I'm like, did I forget to take the trash out? No, I don't think so. And, I'm, and she goes, you woke up in the middle of the night, sat up, yelled for your mom, and then Mommy. and just screamed. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't remember that at all. And she goes, yeah, I hit you on the forehead, and I thought you woke up, but you just went back to sleep. Dude, and that is freaky. That's the way she got away with me. That's how I got that black eye. Yeah. <laughs> Mommy. Your She's poor gonna... pregnant wife, bro. I mean, like, you are sleeping outside with right. Rachel. She's yeah. going to have a bat by the bed now. Yeah. I'm kind of like, you know, Blake, I'm kind of like you. I, I watched them as a kid because we had all the, that was just the 80s is when I was raised. So that was yeah. the ultimate horror flick thing. You know, the girl runs upstairs when she needs to be run outside. But. Now, it's kind of one of those things. I used to watch them during the daytime. Couldn't watch them at night. Yeah. Daytime, nothing's going to get you. Well, that's, you know? of course, now how Hannah is. So yeah. every time I want to watch a horror movie. You got to watch like, it during the daytime. Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't nothing but the sleepovers and the friends. It was just the cool factor of, you know, having it turn down the lights. And as long as you're with a group of people, the boogeyman ain't going to get you. But when right. you're by yeah. yourself, the boogeyman's going to come. Well, there's such a weird, like, psychological thing. It's like, okay. If I can see him and he can see me, there's yep. no, there's nothing he can do to me. But if I'm in the dark, yep. he is going to kill me. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And years, I remember because it was something where the monsters under the bed. I used to take a running jump when it was time to go to bed. Oh yeah. And jump like <laughs> far as I can to make it to the bed. So I said, if I clear that, he can't reach out and grab me. Oh yeah. And years I did. I think everybody did. I definitely <laughs> did that. Yeah. I did it. You didn't do this. This is horrific, guys. Yeah, like this is terrifying. Well, you, you didn't watch horror movies. That's the reason. Disney <laughs> all the way. All right. There's probably something to that, but f- oh man, I, b- I thought that was built into everybody. I can't tell you how many times I have to take flying leaps well, from the beginning me, of my room. Okay, I got four foot. Let's see if we go for six. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be for or against horror movies. I like them. Some of them are a little scary, but they're all cool. I love them. I'm into that, dude. There we go. What's like I know the- what we're doing tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> What's the scariest horror movie you've ever seen, LB? Just out of curiosity. I haven't seen many. 
but Scream is kind of scary, and I guess Chainsaw Massacre. I think. Man, those are two classics too. Well, yeah, he likes it because I worked on Chains- Texas Chainsaw. You did. Dang. I did it. And We're I gonna need to, to post a picture to, of your bot, like your yeah the description. It's, it's the IMDb. You go on there. It's the internal movie database. You can do that. Yes, like and find you. Yeah, yeah, you do. Cool. You go. It's internal uh, movie database. Uh, uh, who's uh, Anne McConaughey? She loves looking that stuff up. She loves looking. I look it up after da- every movie. Yeah, see yeah. his does was, but yeah, uh, you'll see the credits, cast and crew, and there's a lot of them I worked on that. You know, if you didn't put your name down on this, you wouldn't get credit for. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but some of the basic ones are on there. But Texas Chainsaw Master, we filmed the last one here, and the original. I have a picture that I would, I would love to find on my old phone. Yeah. That. The new Texas Chainsaw guy, they were sitting, this is off-camera, off-set. We're not supposed to have cameras on set. But the original Leatherface from the 70s and the early 80s was there as the old man. It, it was like a cameo. No like a, What do you call it? Like an Easter egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the show, he's the old man in the house where they're shooting out, remaking the, uh, we're doing a, like, uh, what do you want to call it, back in time, a time-lapse okay. one. And he was there. And then they're just off-camera sitting at the tent, just hanging out, talking, and it's like passing the torch, you know. It's kind of the chainsaw passing, passing the torch, <laughs> yeah. And they're sitting there, and it was so cool. But That's the only so thing cool. that was funny about that is back then, you know, on movies you want to see theatrical smoke and all that. Well, the new chainsaws are so uh, environmental friendly; they don't smoke. So <laughs> we used to. I sat there, and that was my job for a whole day was to sit there and be the chainsaw guy. Yeah. You had to pour oil in the exhaust so it would smoke, and then I passed it off to the actor to get it, you know, to hand it to him. That's all I did was follow him around all day and get the chainsaw ready for him. That's Cause so they, funny. Because they're so eco-friendly, it wouldn't smoke like I think the I could watch. I think I could watch a horror movie with you because you'd be like, yeah, see that boulder? Yeah. It's styrofoam. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it just <laughs> it's takes the, it away. It like, takes it away right there. Yeah. I made that dead person yeah. he's dragging. Yeah. <laughs> you see that chain? We, call it, we had different names of chainsaw, and we called uh, so they were safe, and we called this one... The Alabama um, chainsaw because it was missing the teeth. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody from Alabama but, but, watching, yeah. this is of course not about and, you. But. And no, these nothing. hands, these hands right here are in that show. If you see where the chainsaw goes through the back of the minivan, it's the 3D shot. They didn't get it on there, so we reshot it in the studio. And they said, and it was just us. They said, "Hey, go grab the chainsaw. They'll never see your hands." And I stuck it in the back of the glass to wave it around where he's trying to get them inside the minivan, upside yeah. down. That is my hands on that show. So, LB, <laughs> when you watch this, that your dad was like, that's me. I'm killing those people right there. Yep. That's me. He, yeah, he This is horrifying. It. He hates it. A lot of shows he does what's, that. What's, yeah. your, uh, what's your scary movie? Me? Um, well, here's the weird thing, okay? You asked the question. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. And I probably should have had something ready, but... I feel like I don't get scared of scary movies. I just get anxiety about really stupid stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I had anxiety about public speaking for the very longest time. And now I'm like, so I'm like, I'll watch these horror movies, and everybody's like, "That's why are you making us watch this? And right. they're like, not going to bed. And my, my skill, I can go to bed under any circumstances, anywhere, anytime. And so I'm completely fine. But then everybody's up all night, like thinking they're about to be murdered. Right. And I'm like, I gotta go to bed because honestly, I'm just freaking about this homework I gotta do tomorrow. And they're like, You're not worried about being just killed? And I'm like, no. no. All right. So that actually comes back to that question that we had already asked. But what is your greatest fear? Hmm. Talking to me? Yeah. Um, I hate rats. I'm not a rat. Really? Hey, you and my wife. A mouse is a rat. Is right? is a mat? Yeah. Is a mouse a rat too? Yeah. Here's the thing, and. 
Hannah and I get in fights about this all the time. I would rather find a snake in the house than a mouse. And here's the reason, okay? Here's the reason. Y'all looking at each other like I'm crazy. Here's the thing. If it's one snake in your house, you're like, what the heck is a snake doing in my house? If it's a rat, that means there's holes. That means there's everywhere. They're in your food. Yeah, there's multiple. I'm not so. into it. It means I got to go to Lowe's and get rat traps and everything. Yep. Blake, your yep. fear. Well, biggest tricky. Fear, yeah, tricky, Blake. Yeah, so we'll keep it which one we're talking to. Mine is actually burning alive. That's oh. burning. I, because I'm, I'm, here's why. Because I'll tell you why. Because I'm into racing. We race so much. Yeah, I've yeah. watched race videos and being strapped in basically to a race car. Oof. And because if you know mine and LB's background, we anything that has wheels on it, we're going to drive it fast and race it. Mm-hmm. He races go-karts and, you know, I've done monster trucks and all that. But being strapped in and you cannot get out and you burned. I've seen videos of that and that is my biggest fear. But yet, I love playing with fire and blowing up things. There you How go. is your life not a movie yet? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. like I want to see that on IMDb. <laughs> Some mini series coming out of yeah, HBO. Mini series, yeah, tricky. The, 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 what Tricky has not done? Yeah, life for Blake can be awesome. Tricky. Anyway, yeah. all right, LB. I think my greatest fear is heights. Just falling is just scary. So that's true. What is the what is the time when you have been the most scared of heights? Do you have a time? I think we always have a time. I have a time. Um, we were in a condo, we, weren't we? We were in the uh, lift thing that when we were putting up lights for Christmas, and he, my dad, shakes it when we're in the sky, <laughs> and it just this gets like a scary. No, it's the big condor lift at Simple Church. I was boomed all the way up putting the lights where we did the drive-through Christmas thing. Oh my! Wait, God. they let you that high up? Yeah, and he's in there helping me, and we're we we have our safety harnesses on OSHA, okay? Right. But you know. I, you know, of course, Dad has to mess with him a little bit. Of course, Start yeah. Shaking yeah. it, and we boom all the way up. And I couldn't tell him that I was like quenching, you know, pinching <laughs> it pretty high. But we were up to see how far we could take a picture. That's awesome. And this was the was this like you were already scared of heights for sure, yes. or this was like the no, origin? I've always the... been scared of heights, and yeah. yet you went up there. Well, there you he, go. He knows not to tell Daddy no. Yeah. But oh at the gosh. same time, but I knew he was scared of heights when he was younger, so I made a challenge to try to break him of that and getting him into climbing trees. So I was like, hey, dude, and I set him all up. We have a picture. And he got up, and he went, okay. And then he got up a little higher, and then he's like, dad, this is cool. I'm like, I couldn't tell him. I'm like, dude, you're a little too high, that branch. I don't know if it's going to hold you. But yeah. he was facing his fears to help him on that. But it's I can't let him know because I'm dad, but I'm still scared of heights, too, as I've gotten older. Yeah. There you go. You know what? This is the Parent Stuff Podcast. Sometimes you got to push them see what will happen. Yep. But I was about to <laughs> Not say, all. LB, yeah, well, not push him out of a tree or anything. Yeah, <laughs> not literally. <laughs> but I was going to say, LB, you do something that I think a lot of people will be too scared to even try, and that's DJing, right? You're yes, a DJ? Sir. Yes, sir, I am. Tell What's us a little last... about that. Yeah. Well, it's fun, <laughs> but um, I've started about a year or two ago. and Sixth grade. Yes, sir, I think so. Mm-hmm. And I've been DJing high school parties and a lot of, like, people's events like weddings and stuff and it's real fun that is so cool he likes the money oh yeah the money don't hurt but think about this when you're in sixth grade for all the people thinking think back you're in sixth grade and you're playing music for not not just adults high schoolers who are extremely picky and i've been to the stuff you dj at and it is the coolest stuff and i'm like Man, Tricky's up there killing. They're like, that's not Tricky. Tricky's over there. And I'll see it. you, like, LB, I remember uh, Easter, you were, like, seventh grade DJing the whole, uh, what's it called now, Brookshire's Grocery Arena. Yeah. yeah. The and sack. I was like, this is crazy. Look at him go, man. <laughs> yeah. 
And so, like, I know you just you just DJed Airlines Homecoming, right? Yes, sir, I did. So, do you get nervous to lead as an eighth grader, leading a bunch of high schoolers at a dance? At the beginning, while we're setting up, I'm a little nervous, but once the party's going, I, I'm fine. Oh yeah, he got that party. It calms energy. me down, yeah, because I, I everybody asks me, you know, and I'm like, you know, oh, you're doing. I said, no, dude, I'm just the roadie. He's the DJ, man. You that know, is and he so knows cool. the new music, what's going on. And the funny thing is, I've done this for years because I did it in college and right. so on and so forth. And you know, this kind of just developed. I've always just loved music and loved loudspeakers and stuff outdoors, and you know, doing it. And then one thing led into another. We kind of got some bounce houses and stuff, and kind of going. And well, they say, hey, do you want a DJ for a service? And I was like, well. I'll get him to, you know, to do that. Well, that being said, it was, uh, we don't have all the music download. We're doing it the old fashioned way off our phones. And I told LB, I was like, this is twice as hard if we had everything on the computer with the mixer. So I got him a mixer yeah. and did everything like that. And he's still, he's showing me stuff. And I've done this for years. And he's like, Dad, you're doing that wrong. And I'm panicking. I'm the nervous one. I'm over here shaking, trying to figure this out. He goes, Give it to me here. And he's like, He's got three songs in the queue. And the next thing I'm like, <sighs> he makes it so relaxing. <laughs> Man, I know high schoolers who are nervous to go to a dance, which is LB's natural. Right. LB but you're like laid back. Yeah, yeah, I'm just in charge of the dance. You I'm know, it's the, just I'm nothing. with the DJ. Yeah. That is so you cool. Are, yeah, you are the party. And he's got an awesome light show that goes along with it. Not only that, that's what I do. I sit over there and play with the lights while he does the music. Because that's I just get to sit there and you know, I'm not allowed to touch it. I'm gonna back. be honest, when people are in my car, I'm nervous to like be on the ox for anybody. So the fact that you're willing to like lead the whole party in their music is a huge crazy thing. Yeah. So we kind of talked about it a little bit tricky, but I wanted to ask you since parents, I mean, you can't really remove your children's fears. You can't really make them not believe something's not scary. But how can you kind of encourage them to face that bravery and kind of figure it's not gonna kill them? Yeah, and that's the thing is, I never had anyone to push me to face my fears when I was young. Right. And so you try to live everything through your kids. And so with him, I, you know, I just force him sometimes not to sound bad, force him to do it, but you want to put him in this bubble to protect them. Right. You know, I don't want to let him out. And me and my wife just had this conversation. You want to protect them and then release them when they're 21, but you never explain them how to cross the road. And then you let them out and then they yeah. get ran over by the first bus that comes by. So you've got, and John talks about this a lot to me is I, you know, you just want to go take over something. You see them doing something wrong or they're doing it the wrong way and you want to go fix it and be done with it. But you've got to let them fail to figure things out the hard way. Right. Sometimes. Cause everything's right there at the fingertips with the iPhone and stuff now and you know, cell phones. So I do, me and him have a bad track record of accidents. <laughs> uh, if you know, if y'all, you guys don't know our history very well, but yes, I used to race. We had a monster truck, raced it. LB was in it when I flipped it, and we went to the ER. I did when the ambulance come. I said they were checking me. I said uh, checking on him. Yeah, yeah, well, him. They were checking on. Excuse me. They were checking him, and I said, "Can you follow us home? Because my wife is going to kill us." And he has a permanent scar across his hairline that he got where uh, when it flipped, I grabbed him. I was so scared, pulled him out from under the dash, and it cut his head wide open, and blood's coming down everywhere. So as a parent, you know, <laughs> doing that to your kid, and then so we get out of that. And then we have an airboat, and what do we do? We going slow. We weren't acting up, but we hit a hit a stump, and the airboat flipped with us in it. So as a parent, here I am out there in the middle of the lake with my kid, and I'd have to take him and throw him far away from the airboat to protect him so it doesn't capsize and keep him under it. Right. Yeah. So he and I have a bad track record of <laughs> accidents happening, and 
you know, I honestly, wouldn't... your greatest fear is seeming more and more likely of like, <laughs> honestly, no offense. I'm just like, man, you're putting yourself in that situation. Yeah, we do. You know, I know. But Odds are I'm not going to be burning alive anytime soon, but I'm not on an airboat. Life's too short to sit back and go, I wish I could have, should have, and would have. Yeah. And so I don't want to go meet my maker and go, man, I wish I would have done that. Man, I want to know I did everything I could to the fullest. When I go see him and go, man, it was a blast down there. Now I'm yours. You know, what's well, to kind of back you up on that statement? I just want to remind everybody, if you didn't know, go back to the one of our uh, Simple Church students podcast because I was wearing an evil Knievel outfit that you gave me, exactly. and you said, "Hey, if you need one, I've got two. So exactly, you know, two. Case, well, in case one burn up, yeah, oh, oh, naturally Which is, yeah. on you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's gotta, terrifying. Well, one's the dress one to go out to look sharp, and the other one's the rashed one from it if you saw the back of it was burned from yeah. the muffler on the goat cart you know so these yeah. things happen jonah yeah. all right lb <laughs> so i used to think like man like how do you help lb to step out but lb how do you deal with the constant like <laughs> <laughs> that everywhere it's sometimes i don't know <laughs> yeah he's, he knows he's just alone for the ride it's like okay either i you know do it or you know it's basically he knows not to tell mom that's the main <laughs> thing it's like please don't tell your mother <laughs> things you need to learn for parent podcasts. Yeah. Just keep things. Yeah. <laughs> so that sounds really cool, though. LB, what is your favorite thing? So you all do a lot of riding stuff, right? And so I know you ride go karts. Is that your favorite? Th- what do you do with that? Um, we race them um, every month or so in Arkansas, and it's real fun on asphalt track. So do y'all bring that. your own? Yes, sir. We do. We own our own. So what's yours like? Mine's fast. <laughs> 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 it's um, green. It's it's cool looking. Does that have a name? Uh, one of them, my dirt track one is named um, Green Lightning, and my asphalt one is Thunder. That's awesome. Lightning and Thunder, baby, like the song. Yep. That's there you good. go. Yep. Mm-hmm. Man, so who are you racing against when you do that? Um, usually it's some church group friends from Simple Church and uh, some other folks, mm-hmm. and we just race for fun. No who, way. Who else? Like, who's our church group friends? So... We, you know, in my men's life group, there's a few guys uh, that they're, and the sad thing is he's the youngest one there. They're all older kids. Uh, I mean, older guys, my, you know, my age and older. Yeah. So he's the youngest. And like this last year, they was like, well, there's a new rule on the track. He's too young. And I was like, oh, because he beat y'all, you know, last year or whatever. So that was the thing, you know, like he ran in the, the first time they allowed him for one year, they wouldn't let him on the track because of insurance and he was too young they were scared they were going to hurt him and stuff like that yeah and finally they let him run he ran up in the top three with the top guys like one guy races indy cars on the side for a hobby and he's passing him up he's got youtube footage of him and all that and i'm sitting back the dad spun out in the dirt over here i can't keep, <laughs> I can't, I can't keep my you know with that you don't realize the g-forces on the asphalt track Oh, and I yeah. can't keep mine on the track. You know, it's open track. There's no bumper. So when you spin out, you go off into the grass. And, you know, I'm picking ant heels up and all this in mine and, you know, twigs out of my teeth and stuff. And he's just laughing at them. And I'm just, like, sitting back as a dad, just, this is awesome. It's like, and don't it worry seems... about hurting him. You're not going to catch him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It seems like we chose the two people without fear to talk about fear with. It's just insane. <laughs> Fearless, like... baby. No, hey, deep down, the you know, biggest fear as a parent is, you know, like we said, is protecting your kid that's the thing is you want to protect the kids you want to just do everything for them and do all that and the kids don't realize it's there's a saying like the where the uh the hunter left his kid the indian uh, goes back where the indian hunter left his child out to turn into a man and left him out hunt all night by himself 
And he said, don't worry, son, I'll be here to protect you. I'll be here to protect you. And the boy sat there all night, scared out of his wits, and woke up when the sunrise. Dad was sitting right behind him the whole time. He wasn't going to let nothing happen to him. So I don't want nothing to happen to him, but I want him to enjoy his childhood at the same time. You know, and I don't want him to sit back and go, I want him to have everything I didn't have. But at the same time, I do step over as a parent a little much with our lifestyle right. being, you know, like you said, fearless. But at the same time, when the biggest fear of my life is when I scarred my own son's head. And that, mm -hmm. I, I, I literally almost thought I was about to have to go to therapy because I could not sleep. Yeah. I couldn't go to sleep. I did that to my kid. I did that. You know, that's the thing, you know, on that. So, but then at the same time, it's just, he's my best friend. I mean, he, right. you know, I tell him that we do so much together. If anybody knows us at Simple Church, everybody, you know, he has been my sidekick building all the sets before you guys come along. We used to do some massive sets. We built the uh, National Ampoon Christmas Vacation House. I've seen a, it. Yeah. We built it in a week. He was my right-hand man. You Which, know, look it up. We've had it. It's a full house. It's full crazy. House. People was like, can I take that home with me and put it in front of my house? You yeah. Know? It's like better than most people's houses. Right. Most kids aren't allowed backstage at the Simple Church, you know, due to safety and all that protocol and stuff like right. that. But when they see LB, they know, okay, that's Tricky's boy. He knows his way around tools. He's the only one carrying a drill, doing this. We know we'll be in better right. hands. And yeah. when we're doing any pyro, not not literally pyro, but special effects stuff, I trust him because he knows. And if something happens, I, you know, it's my kid. You know, we coach uh, baseball one year, and they're you know, and they're like, "Why don't you put my kid at pitcher? Why don't you?" I said, "Look, I don't mind, but when that ball comes flying at your kid and he gets hit, I don't want you to come to me." Far as yelling. And saying, you know, my kid's hurt and all that. I'm putting my kid up there because they're just a bullseye. Yeah. And if he gets hurt and he don't have the reflexes, you know, it's on me, not you. So he's a sitting right. target. Every time I see LB and Tricky backstage, I know it's going to be a cool service because <laughs> something's about to You're not the only one that says that. Something's about to happen. Yeah, it's like something's back. about to blow up. Something's about to move crazy. Uh-huh. It's awesome. There's going to be fire. Yeah. <laughs> Were y'all here when we picked Justin up and levitated him off stage when Dark Vader? That was pretty cool to pick your pastor up on what? stage. Yeah, we had a harness on him. And Dark Vader, we did the Star Wars Christmas, and Dark Vader yeah. does his little thing and does that. And, of course, the first couple of them go by, you know, th by third service, you know, you, we rehearse on the first service. Yeah. We practice on the second service, and we finally get it on the third service. That's right? just how it goes. Right, yeah. yeah. So, but we're... You know, we're designed uh, this rig to pick Justin up to levitate him to go across the stage. And then by the last one, he's like, oh, I'm flying. You know, he, you know, yeah. starts ad-libbing a little bit. <laughs> so. No, not Justin. Uh, Man, I want to see this. Like, I want to yeah. see this in real life. We need to do something next, something yeah. big. Yeah. So as a parent, mm -hmm. and you're growing up, LB's eighth grade. He's getting older. So I know there's, you know, you guys are obviously both fearless. The only thing we've mentioned that we're, you know, not super comfortable with is heights. But are there things that LB's not afraid of that you're even you, the tricky, mm -hmm. are like, whoa, hold on now. Right now, the fear right now is we're going through as a parent is he we've been so tight. He is right. my right hand man. And the teenager's kicking in. He is spreading his wings, wanting to do his own thing. His own personality's kicking in. You know, eighth grade, going through a lot of stuff at school. Uh, girls are coming into the picture you uh -oh. know, to talk to, but they're, they're doing homework, excuse me. Right, of course. Yeah. LB and Fred Naturally, yeah, obviously. They're doing homework. <laughs> Studying. But, um, he's kind of not there. He's not my right hand. He wants to do He's like, Dad, every time I come out, you make me, you know, we just move. So he's make, like, yeah. you're making me work. 
but I'm losing my buddy. He's not my little buddy anymore. He's grown into a young man. He's tall as I am now. And, you know, I have to look at that. And, you know, like John told me, I was like, you know, you're going to lose him for a while, you know, mm -hmm. but he's going to come back. You know, you've done a good job as him as a parent, but, you know, I've got to let him go do his own thing and not just working to death because this boy works his tail off around. <laughs> right. He works. He's out driving the tractor. He's like about to bush hog this weekend. We got new property. I'm like, but as a parent, I trust him. Any other kid, I wouldn't. But right. my son, I know he's capable enough to do it, to do that. So it's just like, you know, we got to get it done. Right. And it is that, but I'm scared. You know, we're just going through that father-son. We butt heads a little bit more now. We're butting heads his way versus my way. And that's my fear right now. I'm like, it's hurt my feelings, but it is what it is. It's growing pains. Right. Well, to encourage you, everything you've said is reminding me about the best times I've ever had with my dad. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were kind of the same thing. He was, you know, I was his number two. I'm the oldest son. So, you know, everything he's doing, I'm his shadow. I'm following around. We're working on the house. We're out doing projects. My favorite times uh, when we lived out here and I was a baby, I remember he had this work shed next to the house. And I would constantly, I wouldn't know anything he's doing. I'd be asking like, what's this? What's that? Whatever. And I remember... Uh, Man, those are the my favorite times of my life, that, following my dad around. That's good. Because I remember that he mocked every tool I had. He had a fake one in his little toolbox. And I yeah. used to watch him. And if I had this tool, he'll go over to the toolbox and find it. Imagine this when he was real young. And it was just so good a gift to sit back and watch that. But it's, like I said, a little growing pains right now. But we're going to work through it. You know, it's I'm looking for advice. I'm a parent with the, my first teenage boy. And I'm kind of like, hey, I, I'm trying to get through this just like you guys are. Can you give me some, I don't know everything. <laughs> I'll say, um, whenever I was growing up, one of my favorite things is that transition, which y'all have seen already making it, and that's awesome. But that transition of whenever you leave and you start coming from moving from that son and dad to more like adult and adult and man to man. Ooh. And that's so cool. And just across the board, even with daughters, it's being that becoming that like woman a woman, man to man across the board. It's just awesome as you become that responsible person that's a peer, mm -hmm. even though they still definitely come with advice. And I go to my dad weekly with advice for advice not with right definitely for but anyway well see right now he's coming with the advice <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> he's telling me yeah <laughs> and lb to kind of relate to you i mean i remember when i was you know in eighth grade i'm growing up i think i'm older than i am and uh i remember i look back now and all of my all the stuff that's closest to me in my life all the stuff that i respect the most that i'm around the most everything i think about it's the stuff that my parents pushed me towards. It was stuff that I was afraid of, talking about fear. And then they're like, well, look, this is all it is. You're building it up in your mind to be all this big, crazy thing. It's going to be, you know, scary, and you're going to get there, and you're going to be the only one like this or whatever. And then, uh, like I'm thinking about, I've talked about this before, but when we moved to Hawaii, I didn't know anybody. I didn't even want to go there. We lived in Florida for two years, as long as we'd ever lived anywhere. I was like, this is going to be, you know, I'm not going to know anybody. We're only going to live there for a year. I was kind of fed up with it. My parents pushed me there. They pushed me towards baseball. I was like, baseball is my thing. They pushed me towards worship. I was like, leading ministry is my thing. So everything that my parents have done is still in my life. It's still like, that's going to be you, man. You're, I don't know if that means you're going to be a Indiana Jones filmmaker or I, how old is Harrison? Ford Chainsaw Massacre I, I, that was, 25. Yeah, that would be like a dream of mine. Got to be like 80. Yeah, something. exactly. You know, so. but so not to make things worse for you, but. Your birthday is coming up. 
Mm. And obviously, this simple church is actually putting on a glow party to celebrate your birthday. <laughs> this is yeah. for you. Exactly. Yeah, all of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But we just passed Blake Orama. You, see, I have a thing. I don't have a birthday. Blake, oh, yes, you have a birthday. Yeah, month. I saw that on Facebook. It's a month. Yeah, everything in September is about me. Obviously. So he gets it's Halloween. You know? Boom. He owns a holiday, though. Yeah, like, that's a pretty big thing. Yeah. And arguably one of the cooler ones. Like, if you were born so, on Valentine's Day, yeah, I mean, like, that's, yeah. what are you going to do? But Right. Sometimes a sad birthday. But, but <laughs> yeah. he does get a little left out on Halloween. He does feel that. I'll let him tell you about that. But, yeah, he kind of, he has to share it. You got to so, think it. Everybody, how do you deal with that? Well, sometimes it's hard because everybody's focused on Halloween, and I, I, they sometimes forget things, and they're just focused on candy and all the decorations and all that. Do you have, like, a birthday party where people come dressed up? Yeah, most of my birthday parties with family, people come dressed up for fun and stuff. So, That's yeah. got to be weird. I'll tell <laughs> like, you, okay, I'll tell you when he said people forget things. All right, that is on parents. <laughs> okay, so many years ago, we, you know, of course, we talked about decorating. Well, the last few years, people ask, man, you don't decorate your yard no more. You don't do this no more. Why don't you decorate your yard? And I'm like, well, there's a reason. And because our neighborhood, people were coming into our house because it was so decorated. They was like, Oh, we just thought it was open. I said, no, it's a birthday party for our kid. It's not yeah. just an open party. Surprise. Yeah, it's a costume party, but no, it's not. So uh, my wife was pregnant with my daughter at the time, and I was in charge of, I think, yeah, it was just a lot going on because, you know, she was nine months pregnant. And so we had, a, of course, we had a monster truck. So we had a monster truck themed birthday party that year. Right. And I had all the kids bring their power wheels over, motorized one, made a track. At my parents, they had big land at the farm, like, you know, and so we, you know, they all got out there and raced. And these kids, here they are, little babies, and they were, like, taking out, like, each other with these power wheels, you know, cutting <laughs> no them mercy. off. It was awesome, you know, and they were just cutting people off. Well, so that rolls around, huge, big birthday party. Well, Halloween's, like, on a Tuesday or something or a Monday. Well, he's sitting over there, and at the end of the night, we go around, we go trick-or-treat and all that, and we're there, big thing going on at the house, everybody's there, and. And so we're sitting at the end, and, he, and I was like, son, why are you upset, you know, and all this kind of stuff. He goes, nobody said happy birthday to me dad, today. Sing happy birthday to me. I said, what? I was like, son, we did your birthday yesterday. It, we had the big cake and the monster trucks, and all your friends were over. He goes, but today's my birthday, and when I go to school, it's all about Halloween, but this kid gets a private cake on his birthday. This kid gets a private cake on his Dang. birthday, and I have to share it with everybody. So since that day, we never decorated again in the front yard at that house because everybody's like, why? I said, because before we leave, we sing him happy birthday. That's never, cool. never, ever done it again. And, I, and I'll and i put a light show on and a little smoke machine, but we never go all out on those sets anymore because I said, we were forgetting the meaning about Takes it. Takes away. I, then I at the so very least, up. you do owe me for Christmas this year then. I want to see this. <laughs> like, I want to see something huge decorated. All right, I want to see a boulder yeah, and exactly. a tree. Yeah. Got plenty of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we made a Christmas tree out of tires one year. Yeah, the redneck Christmas. We so that was yours, right? Your first yeah. Christmas. Yo, yeah, that that was my Christmas every year though. But that's just Christmas oh, in Mauriceville, Red redneck Christmas, right yeah. there. Right anyway, there. but hey, hey, watch it. It it's an accent. Anyway, um, but so what's awesome is this year on your birthday, you're actually giving like y'all are giving your time and energy and doing stuff to help out just celebrating others for our glow night. So for those real quick who don't know, um, our glow night is this. Uh, 
this Sunday coming up, October 31st, it's going to be from 11 to 12.30. And so we have just one service that Sunday at 10 a.m. to 11. And then after that, we have all these family activities going on all across the board. The like, whole wing next door is absolutely crazy. We've got games. We've got a bunch of inflatables. We've got all the stuff we had at uh, the Easter Brookery Grocery Arena, that whole thing, and more. We've got snacks, face pacing, and an awesome DJ, by the way. You're going to be there, right? I wonder yes, who sir. that's going to be. I uh, know. Oh, yeah, DJ LB. And not yeah. only, like, so y'all are DJing. So you're in DJing, actually. You're just touching the lights sometimes. Yeah. Um, but you're DJing, and also you're decorating, right? right? So, like, what are you planning for that? We're going to bring some of the old props uh, since we plugged, you know, like, uh, we've kept some of these. Uh, when we moved, we were going to throw them away, but some reason something told me to keep them so we're gonna bring some of the columns from indiana jones some of the rocks and some of the logs from twilight just old movie props and we're gonna kind of make a just a eerie scene going in because this is gonna be a halloween celebration glow party it's not gonna be scary gore or any of that just something Mm -hmm. to get you in the just a celebration there, you know. Uh, this is church, you know, on that. So I'm not just, showing up if it's scary. So. No, no, no. This here is just a. It's basically a backdrop for pictures, you know. Something yes. cool because usually you can't interact with some of these backdrops. This one you can. You can say, "Hey, I touched that." You know, the guy from Twilight touched that. I touched that. <laughs> LB, uh, you've been thinking a little bit about DJing. What you're going to plan? Yep, I have. Um, and play some cool music. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah. there you go. Right there. He's a man of many words. You know, he's DJs. He's working on that. You know, he's going to be cool. He's He can turn the uh, turntables, but he's working on that radio. MCLB. All yeah. I can think of is like Monster Mash. Like, I can't even think of another Halloween so- th- themed yeah. song at all. Well, and that's what people don't realize. DJ, and you've got to prep before the show so for what you're doing. So he's in there. He's got a little studio in his room, kind of like what we're in here. And, you know, sometimes I, like, hey, chill the bass, you know, you know, that kind of stuff. But, He's in there practicing, getting warmed up to get the song so they can match and blend. This song goes with this song. This song goes with that song and stuff. LB's going to be laying down an environment for y'all. We're going to have a photo area, putt-putt, ball pond. We're going to have a glow space. This whole thing is going to be so fitted out. It's going to be crazy. It's going to oh, be yeah. like un- not awesome. any Halloween you've ever seen. The whole wing next to where we have church is going to be completely packed out with cars, Halloween decorations, snacks, ice cream trucks, face paint, food fight. We've got a food fight. We've never had that at church. And so, yeah, we're doing a food. So the food fight we're doing is it's our do-good component as well. And so I know we've been posting a little bit about that, mm-hmm. but just I wanted to do some good because that's what we, who we yeah, are as a church. That's all about. And you right. were asking, you plug something about doing good. You know, you're like, hey, you're giving your time on your birthday and that stuff. That's something I learned a long time ago uh, through the Simple Church is giving is better than receiving. Mm. And on my birthday, people are like, why, you know, I got engaged on my birthday because I get, you know, my wife knows I'm very selfish about that. (laughs) But I like to give. And this year, you know, I gave something else. You know, I was doing something for someone else and it was my birthday. But you know what? We were doing this instead. I went to my daughter's uh, homecoming parade. To watch her, you know, I didn't go, we didn't get to go do this. Or we were DJing airlines. When uh, was your birthday? September 29th. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I knew that. Yes, lots of birthdays on that day. But, so, that being let on, I'm hoping he enjoys, he will realize it's better to give than receive. Like on do good days. When we're going to fix up an old school or something that's, you know, in a lower income area or whatever that needs a little bit more. It's so better to feel that, you know, than going... You know, what about me? No, give to those. Yeah. And that is so cool. That's a sepulcher spear right, right there. there. Man. But and hey, on that, you know, that announcement, that, Blake, that was pretty weak, dude. You got a Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. The glow party. The glow party. LB, hit, you, hit it with your MC voice. Come, Come on. on. 
Uh, he's thinking about it. Yeah, he's thinking about it. He's Say working glow on it. party. Glow party. <laughs> oh, that was even better. He had the radio. You'll yeah. hear more about it on October 31st. Yep. There you go. There you go. Right. So thank y'all, especially not just for what y'all are going to do on that glow party and setting up for that, but also for coming here today just talking with us. We really enjoyed being with y'all. Wait, but if somebody wants to book LB to DJ for them, how do they get to you? Yeah. All right. We do have a Facebook page. It's Louisiana Bouncing Slides on that but you can contact me uh lb has his own cell phone but i do all his booking i'm his manager manager. i'm I'm his manager yeah so uh cell phone number is 318-663-3848 and just text me i probably won't answer so (laughs) if i don't know your number yep i will just shoot me a text hey if there's money involved you're probably gonna go lb LB will tell you yeah he hey he's a good money manager at his age that dude's got a savings account booked and he doesn't spend it and just if he has a bank account then hey, he's far ahead of everyone well, else. I, I sit there, well, and it's sad. As a parent, I was like, hey, dude, can I bum some money? I'll put it back in at payday. Da, 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 I dad, promise, dad, I promise, man. Dad, yeah, I'm borrowing money from the kid. Like, can I have an allowance this week? I'll promise I'll be good. <laughs> I'll mow the yard. Yeah. It's like, we're going to Bojack's after this. Like, what would I get out of this debt? I'll take you to Bojack's. Okay, I'm there. I'm in. I guess I'm in. DJ LB. But thank you guys you. so much. All right. Yeah, this was awesome. Thank you. We're back. The Simple Church Podcast. It's been a student takeover. LB, Tricky, thank you guys so much for coming on. No problem. We'll have to have you guys back someday. Make sure to like and subscribe. Parent Stuff Podcast. You can find it anywhere you find podcasts. So podcast apps, Spotify, everywhere. Glow Party. Be there October 31st. That's 11 to 1230. Peace. 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 Peace.